Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and you're listening to episode 104 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to provide education and resource so that we can have better quality relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 104 is entitled Getting to Know Your Parents. Um, this would seem like, a, a, I guess, a fairly strange statement, but in some ways it isn't in my mind. Um, Of all the relationships we're going to have throughout the course of our life, the relationship that we have with our parents can sometimes be um, the most loaded, um, the the most influential, both in ways we're aware of and ways that we aren't. And we can spend our entire life journey um, getting stuck into dynamics and roles and never really seeing past the idea of the parent to the person that our parents are. And so I thought I'd do an episode on on this because it's amazing I'm amazed at how many people I talk to who, especially those with whose parents are not present anymore, um, who talk about, wow, there's so much I would have liked to have known. Um, so that the more we can come out of the, you know, in sometimes in the in, in the dynamic with our parents, we've either got stuck in the idea of constantly chasing their approval and validation, even as an adult, or managing them in various ways of distancing because, you know, and in rebellion, because I'm sick of my parents trying to tell me what to do. I'm an adult and they're still trying to interfere and micromanage my life. And when will they leave me be to, um, you know, can't they see that I can manage my own life, you know. Um, And when we come from a space where we are only dealing with our parents through the parental parent-child dynamic, we're missing out on so much. Um, And that can have interesting consequences in our adult relationships and in our intimate relationships going forward if we're bringing in elements of, um, if we're not resolved with our parents, then there's every chance we can start to play that dynamic out either with our uh, relational partner or with our children. So, you know, this is about, you know, genuine intimacy and and genuinely knowing the people who raised us um, for more than just the role as mum or dad or mum and mum and dad and dad, whatever kind of dynamic you've you've got there or if it's a step-parent that's been significant to you or some other, maybe an uncle or an auntie played a very pivotal almost parent-type role. But in any of those elements, how, how do we get past that and truly you know, get as close as we can to knowing, knowing the person and, and, um, you know, having a, a, developing a genuine connection with them. So, um, and this will, this will vary, um, family system to family system. Some family systems, um, you know, are more willing to talk about the past, um, and, and some individuals are more willing to talk about the past and others um, are very closed down or don't see it as relevant. So, uh, again, we can only do what we can do within our family system. So, you know, this 
kind of encouragement is for people with, you know, moderately healthy family systems, um, you know, in, in elements where it's more toxic, we might not get much at all. Um, and if we're in a situation where um, maybe the person we want to know more about has passed, um, um, you know, they're no longer with us, um, or there's a high level of intensity or conflict, or we're in emotional cutoff with them, and we don't we we don't physically see them anymore, then we we can we can reach out to the the broader family system and and ask the kinds of questions that if we'd had the opportunity to ask the person directly, we would you know so. You know, if we're talking to a parent, you know, we might want to know, well, what were you like as a child? What was it like for you as a child? You know, what 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 dreams and ambitions did you have? Um, you know, what you know, what what did you consider to be your strengths? What were you encouraged for, and what wasn't encouraged? You know, what what do you wish you had have got as a child that you didn't, um, or what do you wish you'd experienced as a child that you didn't? And and those exact same questions, you know, if we're going to the broader family system because we can't ask that parent directly. It's the same, you know, I want to know about my dad, I want to know about my mum, you know, as their sibling, what what do you know about this, about them, you know, so that this is not only an opportunity to connect more deeply and intimately with, um, you, you know, the our, our direct uh, parental lineage, but also our broader family system, you know, that, you know, I think it's highly valuable to not only follow this kind of process, but we get to know our uncles and aunties and our cousins um, more genuinely and more outside of the role and dynamic that we all play inside the family system. Um, so again, you know, what 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 do you consider if we're we're talking to 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 mum or dad and we're asking, you know, tell us about some of the more exciting um, times in your childhood. Tell us about some of the more troubling times in your childhood. You know, what what do you think were some of the most significant family events that happened and how do you think they shaped the family? You know, if we're talking about um, someone, uh, you know, certain deaths in the family, certain births in the family, certain separations in the family, um, you, you know, so that, again, we come back to the more we understand where the, the, you know, what shaped this person, we have more of an opportunity to have a more, more holistic um, integrated idea of who they were. Um, if I can give you an example from my own personal life, you know, my my grand my grand one of my grandfathers was a um, you know first first generation um, immigrant. You know, he came from another country, and uh, food and resource was scarce where he came from. Um, now, as a as a kid, you know, I found him very frightening and very gruff and his entire backyard which was quite enormous but it was full of fruit trees um so it you know and there were all these little kind of um walkways between the lines of fruit trees and they were full you know it it, it was it was an, a veritable jungle and it, it would have been such an amazing place to explore as a child but we were always chastised and chased out of there and stay out of the fruit trees and don't wreck the plants and da 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 um so I always saw him as a bit of a a, a, a bit of a tyrant you, you know but as an adult and starting to ask more questions to my parents about not only them but my grandparents and trying to understand more where I come from and how you know how that influences me in my day-to-day -day life um, so that I can 
you know, I'm, I'm not making choices as much from unconscious programming as so much from examined choice, you know, that, that sort of says, well, you know, what parts of the family system do I choose to keep and, and what parts of the, the family inheritance, so to speak, do I think, you know, no, that doesn't work as well or it certainly doesn't work as well in the modern era. But I remember when I was sort of hearing more about, you know, the hardship and, and what my grandfather went through to come out to Australia where this, you know, where I presently reside um, and what it would have meant to him, what that yard would have meant to him um, and what, you know, the the opportunity to grow and sustain um, vegetables and fruits to, you know, if needs be, feed your family because that was a really, that was the most pressing concern back in the, you know, the early 1900s. Um, there's a distinct softening. There's a, there's a sense that I'm, I feel a little closer to my grandfather now um, and, and, and I can, I feel like I, you know, I have a bit more of a complete idea about him rather than he was just this grumpy old tyrant rather than go, okay, now I see. Um, um, what that was about for him. That wasn't necessarily about keeping um, us out, but it was, you know, it was about deeper things for him and about his past and, you know, the fact that he'd taken a massive risk to come somewhere um, and start over again. And and so I have a, a new level of appreciation for the courage and sacrifice that he made for his family. Um you know, and then we would say, well, you know, he was a brilliant provider, but he wasn't much of a nurturer. He he wasn't, you know, and, and that's unfortunate. Um, but like I said, it, you know, I, I feel that I'm going to continue, you know, one of my kind of projects uh, around redefining intimacy for myself, having a deeper relationship and, and, and exploring the idea of, um, you know, how can I be more present, not only with myself, and with others due, due to, you know, some of the consequences that and strategies of self-abandonment that I've used over the years. Um, you know, this is part of the healing journey, but it's, it's also, I think, very fascinating and very interesting to find out where our, where our family came from. What, you know, if we're finding out, well, what were the secrets, you know, um, and how did they impact the family? What were the things that nobody talked about? Um, uh, you know, what were the most significant family events? Um, what did you enjoy most as a child? Um, how do you think you have been shaped by the environment and the culture and the family that you grew up in? And, and, and how did that affect your parenting of me? And um, how, how, did, how did you rebel? Or how did my uncles and aunties rebel? You know, or who rebelled in the family system? And what did that look like? And how did that affect the family? You, you know, so there's, you know... Were there any kind of crazy family events? You know, I certainly know in my past, I you know, I went to a wedding or two that were certainly, um, um, you know, weddings often flush out, um, you know, the symptoms of, of and, and the kind of sometimes over-responding to certain things that don't go well on the day can sometimes be the, the symptom surfacing of, of deeper, unresolved aspects in the family because you know some of these events that we go to as a family system these are if there's unresolved elements or we're putting family members who are very you know they're in the midst of conflict in the same room and then potentially adding alcohol and and then away we go you know some of the fiercest confrontations I've seen um, uh, happen at sibling functions um, because again we're all there as a family system and um, 
and now we're in the same room again, whereas we used to manage this confrontation a little bit by distance and, and, and not talking to each other, and now we're forced back into the same room. And that can be the same, you know, not only for weddings, but any kind of family, you know, ritualized family gathering. You know, we get together for Christmas or some other significant um, religious observance or a uh, family ceremony that's done on a yearly basis or whatever it is. You know, these can be moments where everything really flares up. So uh, again, if we're asking the kinds of questions about, you know, were there any, you know, what what are the funny stories too? You know, it doesn't have to be a, a highly intense and um, process, you know, rigorously dr drilling in and interviewing, but we can just set a nice relaxed intent that from time to time when we go to catch up with our family, you know, I'm going to flick out a question or two and, and, and see what more I can come to know about the past. So you might, you know, you might sit if you want to, if, if this is something you think, you know, holds some merit in helping you understand more the family system you've emerged in and, and how that might influence the way you go about your day-to-day -day life and how, you know, how that sits relative to, um, you know, the kinds of dynamics that you're having. Like, you know, if you, one of the ways in which you fitted into your family system was you were the, you were the chronic people pleaser. You were the, uh, the, um, the, the kind of the negotiator between people are in, and the person who settled things down, that was your role. Um, then you might find that that's exactly how you go about and position yourself in your professional workplace, um, which may be an advantage or it may be detrimental. I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it really depends um, but when we start to examine those kind of autopilot roles that we go into in our family system, as well as in relationship, um, then we start to, you know, be able to get to, into a position of making more, more free, more genuine, uh, more um, in, integrous choices rather than uh, persona role play and going falling back on the old ways in which I fitted in and got accept, acceptance and approval. Um, so I really think in, in part of, um, I don't know what you'll find when you start to open up the door to these kinds of conversations, but I, it really starts to give us a more realistic view of our parents. If we're kind of stepping outside of the intent to just have an experience with them, um, in the parent-child dynamic and go, you know, I, I want to get to know them as a person, you know, and I'm, and, and, and to see both their, their strengths and their weaknesses, um, and to find a more holistic, more well-rounded way to, uh, to, um, take our relationship forward. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd just do a short episode on 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 that kind of thing. You know, it's it would be like I said, sit down, think about the things you'd like to know. Um, that that while you have the opportunity to have conversation either with your parents directly or with their siblings or other family members or close family friends, um, that we're taking those opportunities to go. I I want to know the person, not 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 just know them in their role. Um, and and who knows what gifts will come out of that for you um, going forward. Like I said, at very least, you go, hey, I I, I know I know them better. Um, so yeah, that was what I was just pondering on at the moment. Thought I'd pop an episode out on that one. Um, hope you've uh, 
uh, found it of some use. Um, and as always, as we begin the process of signing off, um, for those of you who've followed the show along for some period of time, as always, my profoundest thanks for your support and your choice to use some of your precious time this way. I'm very, very grateful. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, I hope you found the episode thought-provoking. If you want to continue to support the program, how you do that is go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find. I'm, uh, this program is also available on Podbean, Stitcher, and at the website emergencetraining.com.au. Um, and if you're also a fan of YouTube, um, check uh, my program out there, Sean Healy, the Relationship Resourcing Series on YouTube. Please subscribe, follow, and with all of my material, if you do find it helpful and you think it can support somebody else, um, please uh, share or let them know in some kind of way. Um, because I, I really do think the more we understand uh, human dynamics, the better off we are, um, both in terms of getting closer to the kind of life we want and removing obstacles and pain out of our way. Um, so thank you once again uh, for listening to the episode. Very, very grateful. I um, hope you'll join us again on another one. Um, but until then, bye for now. <laughs>